Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in our last few segments, we address the convergence of the beast system with emphasis on the World Economic Forum and the many technological advances that are paving the way for not only the tracking of every human being on Earth, but also stunning innovations that are being put in place for the mark of the beast to be implemented and for the Antichrist global empire to be fully established. Even now, all signs are pointing to the reality that we most surely are on the precipice of the Antichrist appearance on the Earth which will take place after the rapture of God's true church. All things are being readied for that prophetic event to manifest, and then the seven-year tribulation will commence, once this man of lawlessness signs a false covenant of peace with Israel. And in heart-stunning consideration of just how near his arrival may really be, a recent video shows Prince Charles, who is next in line to be the King of England, at the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, more commonly referred to as COP26, giving a chilling warning regarding the need for a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. This is referring to the plan to utilize the mechanisms that have been deployed by private industry to move a cashless society forward. He adds that this will take not billions but trillions of dollars, and then slips in this phrase, with trillions at his disposal. Continuing on, with far beyond the global GDP and with the greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, this offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. So, who is this his he was referring to when he said, with trillions at his disposal? For the name or identity of that person is never revealed. Charles then gives the plea for all countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take the action required for global and economic stabilization while acknowledging that it will take far more than all the leaders of the world to accomplish this. In other words, whoever this his is, he is seen as the only one who can solve the world's current crisis. Could it be that this was actually the Antichrist who was subtly being referred to by Prince Charles? For as we know, Scripture alerts us that the nations will give him their power, and certainly Charles was alluding to exactly that. And with the certainty that the political and economic forums are already being stationed for the Antichrist to take his place on the throne of his global empire, his one-world religion is being readied as well, through the many unholy alliances that are being formed, with Pope Francis leading the pack. And with that scriptural insight to prompt us, we're going to take a closer look at this current pontiff of Roman Catholicism, who is a very strong candidate for the false prophet, or at the very least, a forerunner to him. 
And remember that the false prophet will not only hold much religious power, but political influence as well, as he serves the Antichrist in his global endeavors. We'll start our investigation by gleaning from a commentary entitled, Pope Francis Facilitating the Globalist Agenda, written by Gary Kaw, author and teacher of End Times Prophecy. He writes, throughout 2021, Pope Francis has continued to strongly push globalist ideals, demonstrating his strong support for the UN's One World Goals. In every spectrum of influence, whether in the area of COVID-related health matters, climate change, economics, politics, or religion, this Pope has weighed in, exerting his influence upon the faithful and anyone willing to listen. Here are just a few of his involvements and pronouncements from the past year. In early March of 2021, an excerpt from Italian journalist Domenico Ogasso's interview with Pope Francis was published in Vatican News, focusing on the COVID crisis and global responses. It was clear that the pontiff looked upon the crisis as an opportunity for global solidarity. He is quoted as saying, if we seize the current trial as an opportunity, we can prepare for tomorrow under the banner of human fraternity, to which there is no alternative, because without an overall vision, there will be no future for anyone. We can heal injustice by building a new world order based on solidarity. And he added that we need political action that is the fruit of international harmony, United in fraternity, humanity is able to face common threats, end quote. On April 11th, the Pope sent a letter to a meeting of the World Bank and International Monetary Fund calling for economic restructuring for the universal common good in light of the COVID crisis. His text pointed to a system of global governance, in part stating, that while many countries are now considering individual recovery plans, there remains urgent need for a global plan that can create new or regenerate existing institutions, particularly those of global governance, and help to build a new network of international relations for advancing the integral human development of all peoples." End quote. In October, the Pope appointed globalist Jeffrey Sachs to the Pontifical Academy of Social Sciences. It was a move prompting criticism from some Catholic circles, and understandably so, as Sachs has a history of promoting international population control and abortion services. In the past, he served as an advisor to three UN Secretary Generals and was the director of the Earth Institute at Columbia University. He was also directly involved in formulating the UN Sustainable Development Goals for its 2030 agenda. On October 29th, the Friday before the 2021 UN Climate Summit in Glasgow, Scotland, the Pope urged world leaders to take radical action, saying, the most important lesson we can take from these crises is our need to build together so that there will no longer be any borders, barriers, or political walls for us to hide behind, end quote. On October 31st, the opening day of the United Nations Climate Summit, 
the pontiff urged people to pray so that the cry of the earth would be heard at the summit. He went on to say, it is time to think big, to rethink our priorities, and to replan our future. It is time to act, to act together. It is time, end quote. On November 11th, during the Paris Peace Conference, an event drawing world leaders and global governance actors, Pope Francis gave a message reinforcing the need for collective action. LifeSite News Service reported on the development, noting that the pontiff downplayed the idea of so-called return to normalcy with its myopic exploitation of resources, end quote. Additional excerpts from LifeSite Add more details where they provide these quotes from the pontiff. A return to normality would also mean a return to the old social structures inspired by self-sufficiency, nationalism, protectionism, individualism, and isolation, and excluding our poorest brothers and sisters. Is this a future we can choose? End quote. Describing the world as globalized but fractured, Francis posited, current decisions as determining the trajectory of future generations. The pontiff went on to say that this is why we need a new way out. We must work together to emerge better than before, end quote. He then challenged the world leaders to accept the challenge of assuming the crisis as a real opportunity for conversion and change in order to rethink our way of life and our economic and social systems, and again, end quote. The Pope's obsession with building a new global society has been noticed by a growing number of conservative Catholics who have begun to push back. Among the most outspoken voices is Vatican insider Archbishop Carlo M. Vigano, who has openly opposed Pope Francis and his accomplices for nearly two years even accusing Francis of being the spiritual leader of the globalist movement. A global coup d'etat is taking place, he warns, for the purposes of ushering in the new world order. While the COVID crisis continues to bear good socialist fruit for the globalist movement, Pope Francis has been pursuing a corresponding religious strategy as well attempting to unite the world's religions in order to draw them more easily into a merging global society. He has been promoting such efforts since taking office in March of 2013. One of his biggest achievements has been to gain the trust and cooperation of the world's foremost religious leaders, whom he has brought together in numerous summits. His closest ally in this push for religious unity has been Egypt's Islamic cleric, the Grand Ayman Ahmed al-Talib. In February of 2019, the two of them introduced a document that they jointly drafted, officially titled, The Document of Human Fraternity for World Peace and Living Together. Human fraternity has become the latest catchphrase used by the Pope and his inner circle to describe the one-world interfaith concept. This document has inspired the creation of an interfaith religious compound currently under construction in Abu Dhabi, the capital of the United Arab Emirates. This designated Mecca of religious unity will be in the form of a complex called the Abrahamic Family House, consisting of a church, mosque, and synagogue. 
three separate yet visually similar structures standing side by side. Besides the three places of worship, the site will include a cultural center whose purpose is to encourage human fraternity and solidarity among religious communities. The project is slated for completion in 2022 and will be the hub for interfaith rituals, services, educational programs, and summits. In our next podcast, we'll take a more in-depth look at this major antichrist endeavor as well as covering much more valuable information that is pointing dramatically to the nearness of the fulfillment of all the Lord God has promised in his prophetic word of truth shall soon take place. Until then, Maranatha, and as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.